0: Handsome Sons Productions and the Prayer Furnace on the Mountain presents The Furnace Sessions Welcome This is Gail Marie with Daughters of Desperation, coming to you live from the prayer furnace on the mountain. Join me for the furnace sessions. We are talking about the door, the God who leads us in. And we're looking at Psalm 24 in the Bible, and it reads... The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and all who live in it, for he founded it on the seas and established it on the waters. Who may ascend the mountain of the Lord, who may stand, in his holy place, the one who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not trust in an idol or swear by a false god. They will receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God, their savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, a God of Jacob. Lift up your heads, you gates. Be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? Psalm 24 is heralding the approach of the King of Glory. The gates are being lifted up in this Psalm. There is the heralding of the King and the approach of the King of Glory. It is a jubilant reception of the victorious King of Glory. Arriving into Jerusalem, which is the royal city of the kingdom of God, the gates of the city are lifting up and opening to the king of glory, the sanctuary, the city. Lift up your heads, you gates. Lift them up, you ancient doors. The Lord, strong and mighty, the Lord, mighty in battle, has returned to his city in this song. The Lord Almighty is his name. He is the King of Glory. And in this prayerfulness on the mountain, where no other things happen, it it is it is like a sanctuary for the bended knee and the bowed heart to seek this king of glory. And I was in prayer. And when the Lord identifies you as his daughter or his son, it causes you to listen like a father when he's going to say something very serious. Son, come here. Daughter, come here. And he said to me, Daughter, you yourself know that it is not just a matter of walking through an open door or even me, God, answering the door. But it is one entering into the city, into my city, into my sanctuary of holiness and purity. And that got my attention. Because in Psalm 24 in the Bible, it's a fearsome thing. when I read who may stand in the holy place the one who has clean hands and a pure heart and that's when the fear of God comes over us for we know we're not Adequate within ourselves, besides his blood of righteousness. So he said to me in this prayer furnace, one cannot slink about my real city, the city of God, with impure motives, unclean hands, and a false worship for all are laid there open and bare to the eyes of him with whom we have to do. He was letting me know that there is nothing that he does not see, And that places me, that places you into a position of vulnerability, of standing before a king and a king decrees. It's like the word of God that says, blessing and curse are on the tip of thy tongue and you shall eat the fruit thereof, saith the Lord. It's like being placed with life and death before you and having to make a decision. It's a vulnerable place to be. And he began to describe this outer kingdom outside of his true kingdom. And he used the word we slink about, this outer kingdom. And then he said to me, daughter, are you yourself? No. And that's when you must trust your Father who chastises those he loves. That a compromised heart, one that has redefined the scriptures, and my requirement for purity cannot truly be in the kingdom. For they have allowed themselves to be compromised into the outer kingdom, like one who listens through the gates to the truth, but is unwilling to release their sin to the king. Unwilling to release the roots and the depths of their sin, to the king, to the blood of a righteous lamb, the lamb of God that cleanses unto deliverance and change and repentance and transformation to enter the most holy place. Where nothing is hidden, all is exposed. to the light of the King of glory, Jesus. He's not just a prophet, he's not just a slogan, he is the Lamb of God and the ransom for my sins. So God got my attention. God got my attention. I was only here for 15 minutes and he got my attention because prayer is a continuous relationship. It's unending. It's just that sometimes we set ourselves apart. Better than other times to hear, to hear our Savior. So he says in the outer courts, we contemplate his mercy before deciding to enter. For what can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can weaken my hold unto my prefabricated truth? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. This psalm, I love this psalm 24 because I'm part of that. You're part of that jubilant celebration. We are so glad that the king of glory, that the gates opened and lifted up and the ancient doors opened and he walked victorious into the city of God, into the sanctuary for me, for you, for all mankind. My Papa, my Abba, my Savior, My Savior went before me and then turns and says, Who is he that has a clean heart and has not lifted up his hands? Himself to herself, to an idol. We sell ourselves into slavery. We sell our souls into bondage because of fear, fearing the spirit of the living God and compromise to embrace our fleshly desires. It's a weakness. It's called sin. Who has the power to let this go? It is a strong pull. But the king has gone before you, before me. It is his city, his sanctuary, his power in our weakness. This outer city is not the kingdom. It is a place of compromise. For the king has entered his holy city his sanctuary, and I believe that he turns to us and says, take heart. I believe that because in Matthew 6, 6, he says to close the door and pray to the Father who will hear you. In secret, he will hear you. In Matthew 7, 7 of the New Testament of the Bible, he says, seek and knock and the door will be opened unto you. Who has the control of that door? In Matthew 7, 13, It says, the gate that leads into the kingdom of God for us is narrow. As compared to the wide gate, the broad road that leads to destruction. Whereas the king of glory, all the gates lifted up and opened unto the king of glory mighty in battle, the taker of hell and the giver of heaven. He has the keys of death and Hades. He took them on that cross when he was crucified. Jesus was crucified. I wasn't a movie. I was real. God sending his only begotten son, the exact radiance of his being, to lower himself into humanity. That he would become the sacrifice for my sin. It's a narrow gate. Matthew 7.13 says it's a narrow gate that leads into life and to the kingdom of God. A narrow gate will not accommodate my baggage or our bondage, our groups of sins, a crowd cannot pass through with us. He fashioned the narrow gate that's for us, for one person at a time. Though many millions pass through that narrow gate one at a time, constantly, that leads into the kingdom of heaven. For the King of Glory entered into his city, entered into his sanctuary, and is seated. we pass through alone and present ourselves to our king and creator who loves us. And I say that some stumble through this gate, literally stumble. They are so dazed by the light of the King of Glory like a blinding light. We are coming to you alive from the prayer furnace on the mountain. And we are praying for this city on a hill, for this glorious light of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And I'm thankful today that my God is so in love with us that when we tremble at the gate, he reaches out and he says, let me help you. Psalm 24. Heralding the approach of the King of Glory. Who went before us. This is Gail Marie, the Daughters of Desperation, coming to you live from the prayer furnace on the mountain.